Welcome to Jumpstart Business Builders. My name is Deanna and I am your business coach. At Jumpstart Business Builders, we are giving small business owners the tools to grow a six-figure business through basic business development, marketing and sales strategy, and so many more future growth tools. When you have a plan to launch and grow your business, you will generate six figures in revenue and dispel the myth that you are two to three years away from getting a paycheck. This is where the foundations of a new, struggling, or aspiring business owner begins. At Jumpstart Business Builders, your success is our business. Entrepreneurs, I hope you're having a great week. Uh, This is Deanna, your business coach over at Jumpstart Business Builders, and I'm so excited to be with you this week to talk about your marketing. If you uh, jump back to some previous episodes, we've talked about some foundations and things that you need to be doing to launch your business, or if you are a struggling business right now, some things that you might need to do to go lay a better foundation for your business. One of those things is marketing. And I know it's kind of an ugly word in the business world, but I actually want you to hear me out and I hope to shift your perspective a little bit about marketing. So today we're going to talk about marketing 101. This is something that every business needs to know. There is not a business out there that does not need to capitalize on marketing. So if you are looking at your business right now and saying, but that doesn't apply to my business, I want you to take that right back out of your head and I want you to shift your perspective to my business needs a marketing plan. Say that out loud with me. My business needs a marketing plan. We're going to talk a little bit about what that is, and maybe it's going to take just a minute for me to convince you that you do actually need a marketing plan, but I want you to go into this today believing that you do actually need a marketing plan, especially if you're a brand new business, you're going to need a marketing plan. If you're a struggling business, you need to go back to your marketing plan, see what is working, what is not, or maybe you don't have one at all. If you are planning to start a business someday, knowing how to operate a marketing plan, what are the most important pieces that need to be in your marketing plan or things that you need to know before you even get started? This isn't something that you should just jump right into and hope that it all turns wheels and works. Uh, You need to put some effort and some time and some planning into your marketing plan. So let's dive into marketing 101 and uh, talk a little bit about what your business absolutely needs to thrive. Here's the thing. If your business is doing really, really well, I still want you to listen. You may be able to optimize your marketing plan to generate new growth or for retention purposes. So again, every single business needs a marketing plan. So hear me out on that today. Let's talk about what marketing is really quick. Marketing is the action that you're going to take in your business to inform, educate, and communicate your products and services to your ideal buyer. You are also going to use marketing to talk to your current customers, to drive value to your current customers. So marketing is not just for the result of a new sale. Keep that in the back of your mind. Every business actually needs a marketing strategy to maximize their business efforts and drive their sales. And it's normal to experience highs and lows in business. So when a business is doing really well, it's not uncommon for decision makers to pull back on marketing dollars and plans And then all of a sudden when they need sales, they start to really drive that marketing effort forward again. So yeah, we see it all the time. Sales decline and then businesses jump back into marketing with hopes of making a quick turnaround needed to generate the sales. And when they're doing well, they kind of pull back on that marketing. And what that actually sends out to the world about your brand or your product is that you're not very consistent. That lack of consistency could actually cause you to work harder in the long run. So so watching for that consistency is going to be key. 
I believe that consistency actually speaks truth to your audience. It, it tells them that you care about them, whether they're your current customers or that you hope to make them a customer someday. It drives value and information about your products and services to a potential and current customers. So your customers have a problem that your product or service will solve, right? Operating your marketing strategy only when you need sales is actually going to send messages to your customers that you really don't care about them all the time right? You should be sending value to them all the time. It's going to tell them like when you're consistent in your marketing, it's going to tell them that you only let them know when you need a sale. That's not fair to your clients or your customers. So if you always have a solution to a problem, which if you have an incredible product or service offer, then that means you always have a solution to a problem. So you should always be talking about it so that people with that problem can know that you exist so you can help them. If you own a business or if you're in charge of growing a business, you need a dang marketing plan, okay? Let's talk about the love and hate relationship with marketing, though, because that's pretty real. I think we talk about marketing and not everybody specializes in marketing or sales, either one. And marketing requires you to really put yourself out there and publicize not only yourself, but your products and your services, things that you have created. And that can be really scary. So when it comes to marketing, you just either love it or you hate it. The Search Engine Journal surveyed 350 small businesses in 2019 and discovered that 50% of these businesses did not have a marketing plan. According to that same study, 62% of business owners admitted to being more stressed out that year than they were the previous year. So in my opinion, marketing is a must for businesses to survive and thrive. But what actually holds businesses back from executing a marketing plan and strategy? Marketing is kind of an unknown territory to most business owners, and most business owners will tell you that they stepped into a business opportunity because they had a great idea. They're like, everybody needs this product or service, whatever it is. Like, they've got this great idea, and they didn't realize that 99% of selling that idea was going to come down to marketing and sales. Like, the key component that they were going to need to make their business work was marketing and sales. So a lot of times people have this idea that word of mouth is going to suffice, like it's going to be enough. Like if people, if I can just get a few people talking about my product or service, it, it's going to be plenty. And that's simply not the case. So you need to have a plan to tell the world about your product or service beyond your direct group of people. Simply relying on people to go out and talk about your product or service all the time uh, is going to be a you know potentially slower way to grow your business. Word of mouth does work. We're going to talk about that in a later session. Word of mouth uh, means a lot more than what you think, and we will get to talk about that. But for today, let's talk a little bit more about what exactly your business needs for marketing, and we'll go back into what that means later on about word of mouth and how word of mouth actually really does work and how word of mouth really does rely on your marketing efforts in the long run. So for most business owners, marketing doesn't come very naturally. But for some, marketing comes more naturally, but they just don't have the time, resources, or the money to market their business. At Business Builders, we know how important your marketing efforts will be for the overall success of your business. I also know how overwhelming marketing can be. I deal with the same struggles every other business owner is dealing with. I know how much time it can take to really implement a good marketing plan. However, knowing where to put your marketing efforts can actually save you a lot of time or money. Uh, most of the time, if you're not quite sure what you're doing, you're spending a lot of time and effort on resources and channels that might not actually be producing 
a return on your investment that you were hoping that that time invested would make. So with over 20 years of experience in marketing and sales, I have found foundational platforms to be tried and true. I'm going to go ahead and share the top five platforms that your business should be using to market your business. And I've been in the business for a long time. So before I owned my own business, I was doing marketing and sales for other companies. And so I can look back over the last 20 years and say, these are the things that have continued to be true and will continue to be true. And there's no sign of these things dying out. Okay. All right. The first one. Your business needs a website. This is the primary marketing channel that your business absolutely needs to have, and it is essential to growing your business. The statistics vary, but it's pretty safe to say that 70 to 90% of your buyers are actually going to visit your website to learn more about you before they decide to do business with you. That makes me back up to that whole word of mouth idea. Just because a friend tells you about a product or service that they like doesn't mean they just go and get it they actually jump to that website to do some more investigation on their own. So again, your marketing channels matter. So your website should be a place that people can come and learn about your business, your products, your services, and how to buy from you. Having a website is going to give you credibility as a business. Your website is the only place, like the only marketing channel that you actually own in the digital space. So if you're not an online business specifically, if you're a local business or a brick and mortar business, You own your building, maybe, or you rent a space, but that online space is a way that you can reach a larger larger community of people and consumers without somebody else owning your space. So according to Forbes, your website can be the direct result of your business success. Websites can be costly, but they don't really have to be. There are a few places like Wix and things like that that you can build your website for free. However, it can be costly, but I think if you do some shopping around, you can find some ways to either build your own website or find one that can be done for you for, uh, for a fairly low cost. I want you to think of your website, though, as one of your main channels, and it really does need to be uh, one of your marketing sources that stands out and is done r- as well as possible. If you do not have a website for your business, make this your very next move in your marketing strategy. If you already have a website, the next step is to ensure that your website passes what we call the grunt test. And this means that your customers should know what problem you solve, how you solve it, and how to buy it within five seconds of visiting your website. We don't want to spend too much time trying to figure out how to sell your product to somebody. If they have come to buy your product, they need to know how to do that very, very quickly. There's a lot more things that your homepage of your website should cover, but that is the That is the priority right now. If you already have a website, go and make sure that that tells people the problem you solve, how you solve it, and how to buy it uh, in that very first header of your website. So the next one, number two, is the power of a blog for your small business. Blogging can actually increase your website's traffic and help you become an expert in your industry. If you want to expand the visibility of your business to the world, blogging is a surefire way to get in front of your competition and future customers. The purpose of your blog will be to educate and inform shoppers about your products and services as it relates to your area of expertise in your industry. Also, a blog has the ability to develop a relationship between you and your audience. This is a great place to create content and drive value to both current and Uh, future buyers. Blogging is used as an affordable way to get traction on your website. Blogging is completely free. It just requires an investment of your time. I'll be honest, writing blog posts, especially if you're new at it, is very time consuming, but it is so worth your while to learn how to write good blogs 
and to drive value to consumers that are interested in your products, services, or your industry through your blog resources. And it like drives traffic to your website. So you can't go wrong there. There's so many reasons to have a blog. There is more to blogging though than meets the eye. If you want to blog and produce like real results, you're going to need to actually work your posts so that you show up in search engines and drive organic traffic. I've met business owners who have come in at times and they've got all these articles on their website, but they haven't been strategically worked with um, SEO and internal and external links and researched titles. And so those are going to be some things you're going to want to make sure that your blog posts include. We have a future episode coming up on how to write strategic and really good blog posts, and the components of those blog posts will be coming up soon. So keep an eye out for that episode. Consistency is also crucial with a blog. So you are positioning your business as the expert in your industry as it relates to your products or services, and a blog is basically considered a long form of content and it should be well-researched before being published. So research, writing, and publishing can seem kind of daunting, but keep in mind that your blog content is a pillar for all the other content that you may need to create for your marketing. So if your blog post is a long form of content, you can now take that long form of content and create podcast episodes, email campaigns, and social media posts directly from that blog post. So By simply investing the time into that blog post, you can create a ton of other content for your marketing directly from that blog. Number three, lead generation. Generating leads for your products or services. Studies in the last five years are determining that most consumers will not make a purchase the first time they visit your website. Some statistics will say anywhere from 94 to 98%. Either way, it's high. And I think it's safe to say that most people are not going to buy the first time they visit your website. This is why it's so important to give consumers plenty of reasons to come back to your website. Generating leads is a great way to provide value and drive traffic back to your website. Especially if you're losing 98% of people, you don't want them to leave and never tell you that they've been here, right? We need to have something that is going to collect that data saying that, hey, I was here at your website, but I didn't buy anything yet. That's what a lead generator is. A lead generator is going to allow you to capture the prospects that have visited your website but are not quite ready to make a purchase, which is most people. I like to think of a lead generator as asking a potential buyer to date you. Like here are some trending ways that you can capture that lead on your website. Number one, creating checklists. Uh, Checklists are super popular right now. Reusable worksheets, giveaways, value lists, interviews with an industry expert. If there is a name in your industry that people will recognize, as an expert in the industry, host an interview and create a short video with that expert in your industry. Create a short webinar that provides value to your potential client or customer, but does not give the product or service away. That's really, really important to remember if you're going to do something like this. Those short webinars should be the what and not the how. Give them the information but don't tell them how to do it. I hope that makes sense for you. Only give away the what, not the how, because the idea is that they are going to come back and buy the how, okay? The how is what you sell. Uh, You could create an ebook or a keynote presentation. That's just a few ideas that you can do to create a place where somebody who is not ready to buy yet, but they want to invest just a little bit in what you have to offer, that lead generator is going to allow them to give you their information, but they're going to collect something on the other end that's going to drive some value to them. 
So collecting the lead is actually just the first step. This is allowing you to begin a relationship with the prospect when a potential customer downloads your lead generator. They will give you their email address in exchange for something of value. So this is similar to exchanging money, so keep that in mind as you create collateral. It should be worth paying for. When people are giving you their email address, it is the same as exchanging money in their mind. Like that emotional response that they have is like they are exchanging money. So your free lead generator probably should have a value of anywhere from $20 to $50, maybe even a little bit more depending on the value of your products or services. But at the bare minimum, it needs to be worth at least $20 because remember, they're going to give you their information in return for that product that has a value to it. From there, though, you're going to need to work your leads, so you've collected their information, and now you're going to need to nurture them towards purchasing your products or services, and this is done with email marketing campaigns and automation. So let's go to number four, email marketing. Email marketing is still number one. Nothing has changed here. As a matter of fact, newer studies are showing up to a 4,400% increase in sales because of email marketing. So email marketing is not dead, just like blogging is not dead. Email marketing is the one platform that is affordable and generates the biggest return on your investment. If you are not capitalizing on email marketing, you absolutely need to be. It may prove to be one of the most effective channels that you can use to reach your audience. So next to your blog that's going to drive traffic to your website, you collect that information and nurture that lead towards a sale in your email campaign, like this is where ROI happens. Email can be used to inform your leads about your products and services, and it can also drive valuable content to your current and potential customers. So you're going to want to use email for customer retention as well. Just because somebody bought your product doesn't mean you should never talk to them again. So maybe you want them to come back and buy again. Maybe they're on a membership program and you're going to need to retain that membership. You want to make sure that you're able to retain those those customers. And so email is a great way to continue to drive value to even your current customers for retention. Email is a great way to stay top of mind. So your business is the go-to when a buyer is ready. So email marketing is not necessarily free though. There are many affordable services that you can use. Some of my favorites are MailChimp, SendInBlue, and ActiveCampaign. ActiveCampaign's a little bit more involved. They do have great trainings. Uh, There's a lot more to it and it's probably not as easy to figure out, but once you get into it, they have a lot more tools and resources within their program. So I specifically like ActiveCampaign for that reason, especially for larger companies that are doing more with their email automations and campaigns and have a good structure in place for that active campaign becomes a really great program for that. Some of these email platforms might offer a free trial period, or if you're under a certain number of emails, you may even be able to use their basic resources for free. I think send in blue, maybe offering that for under like 300 email addresses or something like that. So you can get started very, very low cost or possibly even free or even on a trial period, just to get you started to help you see the fruit behind getting your email marketing going. You will want to discover an email platform that you can connect with. So research email marketing platforms and decide which one is the best for your small business. I know that there's a small cost to this, but I do believe that email marketing is one that could be and should be a non-negotiable expense for your business. Email marketing is so important. If you weren't sure, 
how to start creating email campaigns and automation funnels, I want to refer you back to the book, Marketing Made Simple. It's actually going to help you with everything that we've talked about in this session today. Marketing Made Simple is written by Donald Miller. It's going to help you to understand the difference between your campaigns and your automation funnels so that you can ensure that you're getting the most value from your email marketing strategy. So go back and grab that book if you're needing some help with getting your marketing and your strategies going. This book is going to help you a ton, especially with helping you to write your first six email automations. Number five, let's talk about the relevance of social media. I have a love-hate relationship with social media for marketing. It is a non-negotiable, but at the same time, don't live there. Uh, Do not build your entire business on social media. That's a bad idea. You need to have a website, you need to have a blog, and you need to be using email marketing no matter what. But social media is crucial to building your brand or your business. Because consumers are habitually using social media on a daily basis to connect with their favorite brands, you need to be there. Social media is creating a space to express brand loyalty, share reviews, and build relationships. So understanding what is happening on social media for brands and businesses is really important as well. Online social platforms are a place where people can connect with you and your brand, building relationships with you that ultimately create raving fans. And when it comes down to it, building your brand on social media, it's not really a one-size-fits-all approach. You need to understand who your clients are and who your customers are so that you can build a relationship with them on social media instead of always trying to drive this sale on social media. Every business I feel should be active on at least two social media platforms owned by different companies or organizations. What do I mean by that? Facebook and Instagram have the same owner and you can actually go into Metasuite and post on Facebook and Instagram at the same time, which is so convenient uh, and works really, really well to do that. But if you're only on Facebook and Instagram, I'm actually going to suggest you find one more platform that fits your niche. LinkedIn is a great place to be, but it's not right for every single kind of business, right? Facebook isn't right for every kind of business. Some need to be on Instagram. Some need to be doing more video and should be on Reels and TikTok. Like there's so many different ways that maybe your business should be positioning yourself for social media. So I will tell you here in just a minute, the best way that I think that you can discover which platforms are best for you. But for right now, here is a social media platform list that you can use. Uh, There are other social media platforms out there, but these are the most popular. And you can research the types of audiences that hang out in each to help you discover where you should be building your business. So a few of those are Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, LinkedIn, Pinterest, Twitter. You also could increase engagement through places like Google My Business, Yelp, Tumblr, Snapchat, and so many more. Social media does come with a risk, again, and it should not be the only way you're marketing your business. I know the temptation with this. Like, posting on social media is so easy and so quick that it can be easy to skip the long-form content because it takes so much more time and it's easier to throw a post up. But influencers have been saying this for years and I've been following influencers that have been saying this for years. Do not rely on social media to build your business on. At any given time, these sites could go away, they could be gone, and what goes with that is your business. Um, I want to say it was in 2012 when many businesses actually experienced a shift in the way that you could market on social media. And there were brands that had built audiences of hundreds of thousands and even up to millions on social media. 
And the owners, I won't even use the name of the, spe- the social media specifically, you probably know who I'm talking about, but the owners got smart and rightly so because they own a business as well, right? They got smart and they thought, we need to capitalize on this. Businesses are using this and we need to get paid if they're going to use this to build their businesses, right? So what they did was they leveraged those algorithms so that not every one of your customers even sees your marketing. Only a small percentage of people that you post to actually see your posts. So if you have 6,000 followers, a very, very small percentage of those people are actually going to see what you have posted, okay? In a future episode, we're going to talk specifically about social media and ways that you can help leverage social media and increase your your reach with those posts. But ideally, it's important to know that not everybody that follows you is going to see your marketing and they're not going to see your posts. They're not going to see what you're putting out there and driving that value to them through social media. They're just not going to see it out there. So it's important that they, they have other places to go to learn more about your brand and your products and your services. But again, social media is a non-negotiable, like you need to be on here, but it's important to understand how it works for your business and that it should not be your sole resource. In short, social media has its perks and it should be leveraged, but it should not be the only form of marketing that you're working. And most of you, that's probably what you're doing because it's what most of us have a tendency to do. I know the feeling and I know what it feels like to be so busy. I don't have time to do marketing and I'll just throw up a post uh, to kind of cover my bases, but it's not smart to do that. So make sure that you are leveraging the other resources, your website, your blog, your emails, leverage those things as a priority and then pull your social media posts from that long form content and you don't even have to think about what you're putting out there. You can just repurpose it. That was free and that's going to save you so many hours. Marketing your business takes a ton of time and effort and you can get sucked down trails of the latest trends and platforms. Before you know it, you are spending your days working too many platforms and not getting the results that you desire. So I want you to keep your marketing simple. The platforms listed today have been effective for years. Websites, blogging, lead generation, email, it's been a go-to for marketing and has consistently proven to hold the best results. So even if you're scared to start marketing, if you're feeling like marketing wasn't your thing, if you're feeling like your business didn't need marketing, I want you to know that you really can make this simple. Marketing doesn't need to be a difficult task for your business. And as a matter of fact, it really should just be one of those departments that is required. Even if you're a one-man show, this is a department that should be being managed and operated all the time. Now, when you're trying to get your business up off the ground, like you're just trying to start your business and you're just trying to get the wheels turning and get things moving, you will see the need for marketing so much more than if the wheels are already turning, you've got consistent sales, things are going really, really good. The temptation can be to pull back on some of that. But if you can come up with a consistent plan each week to develop your marketing off of involving your blog posts, your emails, and your social media, and you can work those parts and pieces together, I think it's going to bring you so much less stress. It has been so fun talking marketing 101 with you guys today. I hope this gives you some value and some ways that you can organize your marketing plan and simplify what you're doing in marketing, continuing to drive value to current customers and potential customers. Until next week, have a great week signing off your business coach, Deanna at Jumpstart Business Builders. Have a great day. Thank you for tuning into today's session. I am thankful for small business owners just like you that have a heart to change the world with your products and services. For more support in your business ventures, visit jumpstartbb.com. 
As always, I hope you have identified something that you can implement right away to take your business to the next level. Until next time, signing off, your coach, Deanna.